tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here during another AfterBuzz TV After Show for MTV's Team Wolf Season 5, Episode 1, Creatures of the Night. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Joining me, AfterBuzz TV host, Courtney Tezano. Hey, guys. And you may know them from MTV's Are You the One, Brittany Baldy. Hey, and And Ryan Malady. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Hey, make sure to join us at youtube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. I'm in the live chat. We love to hear from you and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah guys, feel free to chime in, ask questions, and Ryan will be your correspondent for the evening. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am so excited we're back. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. and this episode seemed like a season finale. We right. had, like, big mm. bads. We had, like, fight-offs with, the with you know, the whole crew was there, and Scott it was seemingly dying. It was crazy. I mean, my favorite part was just the fact that we get these big, the big bads sort of introduced, which we always have a few for the season. Right. But this one's like a steampunk, like, surgeons. I don't know if you guys watched it with the captions on, but the surgeons, um, I, I can't hear very well, so I always keep, keep it with the, the captions, captions on. on. Yeah. And it, so it said when those guys came on, the surgeon. So I think that's what we should call them. And then for the one guy, it said geneticist and pathologist. So. Oh, wow. I feel like this season is going to be, you know, these guys constructing supernatural beings, but, like, in a surgery room to kind of take on Scott and his pack. Creepy. What, you're like, what other way can you right. do something like that? These are werewolves. So, I, I, just could, I think that's, like, genius for them to start it off that way. Yeah, is that, is it, so, what, what do you think they were doing to Lydia? In in what were they doing to Lydia? It seemed like she was in some type of a psychopath. House. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like she was on a mental ward. Like I don't know. So do you guys remember Eichenhaus from past seasons? We had Eichenhaus, mm-hmm. and so Lydia. We start off the episode, and it seems like we're in present day with Lydia, mm-hmm. right? And she's in Eichenhaus, and she's sort of remembering bits and pieces of senior year, which we then get taken to. Yeah, which is apparently in the past. Flashbacks. Now, fla- mm-hmm. Right, so Lydia is apparently now a badass street fighter who has <laughs> harnessed her banshee powers. She's like an X-Men. <laughs> yeah, like I love X-Men. it. And, you know, we never got to see her really do Release these powers that, yeah. before. Right, so it's like going to be really exciting this season to now backtrack and find out how she becomes this badass street fighter. Exactly. I was just shocked that, like, it's all in her scream because she's been so silent all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I literally love how you can tell everything that Lydia's thinking through her eyes. Like, mm-hmm. every season we've seen that. And so for it to be, like, all in the power of her scream is like, oh my goodness, they finally gave her powers that she already had. Yeah, and <laughs> Street Fighter? Like, that's amazing. I never expected that. I didn't expect it from her <laughs> at all. What creeps me out at the beginning of the last episode was her standing there in the shower. Do you guys remember that mm-hmm. scene? Yeah. She's standing there and the girl's like, I know that you're just playing games with me. And I <laughs> thought she was, like, dead standing yeah, up in yeah, the shower. Yeah, that's how I felt, mm-hmm. too. 
Ryan, let's check in with the chat. What are they saying? Oh, they're just loving how... Uh, Lydia kicked somebody. Somebody yeah, Lydia kicked ass. It's about time Lydia kicked some ass. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I guess it was. It's it's, it's always been fun all to see. these seasons. Come on, right? Yeah, we've it's always wondered what her power was. Finally, we found out she's a banshee, and now apparently we get to see what that means. Exactly. More than just screaming, she can fight. She yes. may scream like girl, but she fights a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I was wanna, I was I was scared when she said that her friends were all dying though. Like that yeah. was a little mm-hmm. intense for me. So I want to talk about that. Because I don't know if you guys remember, but last season, there was this Dr. Valak who Peter gets put in Eichenhaus with. And this guy was the one that we see at the end of this episode with the drill, who was about to drill Mm -hmm. through Lydia's skull. So he gave himself, Dr. Valak, last season we found out, gave himself a third eye, which he can literally, if you get stuck in a room with this guy, he can transport you. You'll feel like you have left the room, but you're not actually leaving the building. We need this guy in real life. Fucking freaky. That's no. Cool. Like, he's always wearing hats to cover up his third eye. Like, that shit's scary. So, like, as hell. your soul teleports, but your body's still there? Right. I so want this guy in my life. That's cool. No, you don't. That's interesting. You've dated worse. <laughs> oh, no. I want to ask the, the people in the chat if they think that Lydia is actually really experiencing this if she's in the present and she experienced that in the past or if she's in the hands of Dr. Valak who we see at the end and if he's just making her think that all this is happening and that her friends you know, her friends actually, and everything that's really a good point because I mean she has she's on all of these drugs that could easily be like mm-hmm. we're seeing Lydia's point of view I didn't mm-hmm. think of it that way but that's really probably something that they're doing to us and we'll see in the next episode and we see Aiden played by Max Carver he mm-hmm. shows up and you know, he was part of the dual wolf from a few seasons ago. <laughs> the twins, yeah. And the twins, and then they, I thought they died, but they left. But then <laughs> he couldn't have really been there. I think exactly. she was actually imagining that part of right. like, with the twin showing up. Like, they just caught her, and she, mm-hmm. yeah, they were definitely just playing off that. So who knows what's real and what's not. I know. Teen Wolf, Beacon Hills. I love it. Yeah. <gasps> it's a mystery. So much going on this episode. Let's keep talking about it. So let's talk about Liam. Now, Mm -hmm. he is the wolf that they had chained up, and they're trying to figure out um, if he can control his powers. And Mm -hmm. I think maybe the the reason he's having trouble controlling his powers is the fact that Maybe he's a different kind of wolf because we're seeing so many different types of breeds Mm -hmm. right now. Exactly. So I could definitely see that with him. Yeah, I mean, we didn't. I mean, only reason I say that is because I didn't see um, Tyler. Well, not, not Tyler Posey. I didn't see Scott mm-hmm. have the same type of like transformations he's had. So it's like, okay, are they introducing us to a new type of wolf, type of power? Like, he, I could easily see him based on how strong he is being an alpha. But then it's like, how can you be an alpha inside of Scott's pack? I thought it was cute when Scott was like, "You can't be running around naked like a half naked wolf boy." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, "Why I'm not?" Like, but wait, but we want to see that. Yeah. He's a great body. Oh, stop. I was gonna say, <laughs> if getting naked and running around is a superpower, I mean, call me a werewolf. <laughs> oh, oh my god, Ryan! Oh my goodness, <laughs> they are casting right now, Ryan. If you want to check it out, just kidding. Um, so, what are the what's the chat saying? Did they have any comments on Doctor Valak or Lydia or Liam? Yeah, I think maybe Dr. Valak is doing this. Uh, mm-hmm. CC Freak thinks, because uh, they had to put him in high security. Um, Magor Kukjigji, 2012. <laughs> I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. Um, <laughs> hopes it's a dream. They don't want anything bad happening to Malia or, or Lydia. Yeah, uh, and please. They're, and they're wondering, yeah, it might be a dream. Like, where did where did Lydia learn to fight like this? Mm-hmm. Um 
Yeah, so it, it is interesting how a lot's going on, but we don't know what's real, what's in the past, what's a flashback, mm-hmm. and um, what what's a dream, what's reality. So it really did come out with a bang, and there's... Uh, it seems like there's a lot of different ways the season can go. Okay. Normally, I feel like we can trust Lydia and her Banshee predictions, but not yeah. when she's in, on in, drugs yes, and in Dr. Drugs. Valak's hands. Mm-hmm. Like, a part of me felt like he was like about to rape her. The way he was, it was putting weird. it, trying to find her vein. Oh, I was like, was oh my gosh, this whole scene like, is too much for me. Turn my head. It was yeah. a little... Was Pervy, is that an adjective? I don't know if it's, but uh, you know, is he a vampire? Maybe he's, you know, <laughs> no. he's, he really like loves the whole blood thing. And Jeff know. Davis will not bring vampires. <laughs> he's like this about vampires. It would not be exist. just like. I can't even think of it. It would be just like Twilight then if they mm-hmm. did that. If they yeah. missed the Yeah, they're not going to do that. Stuff. So like they're trying not to do that. Okay, then but he's just pervy then. Yeah. He's just pervy. But yeah. speaking of new uh, characters, we have Parrish sort of trying to figure out what he is. He... The the um, people on the interweb seem to think that he's a phoenix because he rises from the fire, he heals by fire. We see him get hurt this episode and mm-hmm. he sort of heals... In a way that seems like he was touched by fire, even though he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, but you guys think, you think that he's aware of his own power, whatever it may be. Because I, I feel like he's this is a guy who's kind of searching for identity, searching for you know to fit in in this world mm-hmm. and to be a part of it and to mean something. Like we, you know, we can all identify with that. Yeah, you know, wanting to grow up into our own. And he um, doesn't want to answer the phones. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I mean, is it the uh, electricity? What is it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could have been that that helped him heal, but he's definitely turning into this Phoenix-type supernatural um, character on mm-hmm. the show. But what people are wondering on the internet that I read, and I'm wondering too, is if he's going to be good or bad, because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he has control of it or knows what's happening to his body. And... It could I mean, be if he runs into the wrong person. I could see it being really bad. I hope right. he runs into Scott more often. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see it turning really badly. Right, or he needs Deaton or someone because it's like mm-hmm. we haven't seen a Phoenix on the show. So it's like who's going to be able to train him or get him like the Help information him control he needs, all of that right. and, Yeah, understand what he's going through. Right, that's exactly. a good point. You know, you are who you surround yourself with, and for somebody who's so searching for that identity. You know, whoever can make you feel like you're growing, whether it's in a good influence or a bad influence, you often tend to, I mean, you grow in the pot you're planted in, mm-hmm. right? Nice, yeah. Nice, yeah. I that's, like that. <laughs> no, so is that the same situation so we'll for Liam I mean, as well? If he spends yeah. time with both good and evil since he's still trying to learn about himself, you think that could happen? He could possibly turn into a bad character as well. That's a good point. He could be a bad wolf that they can't I control. I hope he's not. I think he's, like, right under Scott, you guys. Let's keep him good. Well, we do <laughs> see in Lydia's prediction in the end that he's fighting Scott, so who knows? Maybe, maybe he's, he's a, a bad, bad boy. boy. I mean, maybe it's because he's supposed to be an alpha. We've, we dealt with the same mm, thing with Scott and Derek. That's a good so. prediction. Oh, it's a good prediction. We shouldn't be on predictions yet. (laughs) (laughs) We can't help it. There's just so much to think about. It really is. Okay, so let's talk about something we can all relate to. Mm -hmm. Styles is worried about losing his friends, and he's already talking about college, apartments. And I mean, like, honestly, guys, 
thinking about my friends from high school, like, I don't talk to them on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I wish mm-hmm. I did. Like, once in a while, we'll, like, message each other, like, happy birthday or whatever. Yeah. But I'm 3,000 miles away from my hometown. So what about you guys? Are you still talking to homeschool Oh, yeah, same. Homies? If it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't know anyone's birthday. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I feel like social media definitely helps us all stay in touch. But I don't yeah. really talk to anybody from high school anymore. Same. The far and few. But, uh, yeah, my best friend. My one friend that, like, we stick tight. But everyone from college is who I ended up, like, feeling like, oh, these Same. are going to be in my wedding. And I my, could see why he's yes. kind of nervous. I'm actually, I feel like I have a rare situation because I have friends from elementary school all the way up through <laughs> high school and college. Mm-hmm. We all kind of just picked up new members of the group, the close inner circle that we have. Lucky. And yeah, it really is lucky and it's So your rare. styles then, you're trying <laughs> to keep everybody together. Yeah, just keep everyone together and happy family. Yeah. That's <laughs> nice. It's rare. But so styles definitely has something to worry about because mm-hmm. three out of four of us don't really have a relationship with our high school mm-hmm. friends. So well, he's worried about Malia not being a senior, but then we find out she took summer school, so she does get to be a senior with them. Yeah. He's already planning for their college apartment. Which was really embarrassing when Liam pointed that out in the car. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, like, keep your mouth shut. You're not that much of a little baby wolf. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I looked him up, though. I think he's, like, 16 years oh, wow. old. He does seem like a baby on this show a little bit. Um, but he's a great character, and yes. I'm excited to see where his character arc goes. So, also, how funny was the Jeep scene with the duct tape? That's oh, apparently... I was just thinking about that in my head. I wanted to bring it up. <laughs> Styles' only tool to fix his car is duct tape. Duct tape. I should have brought some in today. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, you usually carry around duct tape. It's weird why, that you don't have it today. Right? I need some. <laughs> what are you using the duct tape for? This is strange. A thousand uses. Oh. <laughs> you use duct tape for anything. Come on, guys. All right, okay. well, Styles uses the duct tape for something <laughs> useful. I tell you what, like, after we did eye candy together. Oh. She stocked up. It was weird. That is <laughs> weird. Oh, moving on, probably getting back on topic. Let's talk about, let's just go ahead and talk about the scribing session yes. in the library, how that seems to turn out that it might be a little bit of vandalism. What were they um, doing? They were autographing the bookshelf, right? They were basically, like, writing their initials mm-hmm. on the library bookshelf. Looks like they moved some books, so, like, all the seniors wrote their initials, and... Scott writes AA for Allison Argent, who we lost a few seasons ago. And then he goes and hugs Kira. And I'm like, you're making me confused. (laughs) (laughs) That was was closure. It was was it was yeah. close. I mean, think about it. We all sign our um, high school yearbooks. That's mm-hmm. like their way of mem- remembering things. Because I can go look back and be like, wow, I was cool with this person. And they said these great things about me. Ah, I didn't remember. So yeah. I feel like him commemorating Allison was amazing because I absolutely loved her and Scott. Yeah. So, yeah. But then the whole Kira hug, it's like, no, don't do this to us as fans, please. That <laughs> was like, you I got it. You got it. You got it. So that's like the moving on. That was the moving on. Yeah, that's the scene that we was get? The, yeah, that was okay. the tribute to the old relationship <laughs> and a hello to the new one. Hello to Rain and making out. Oh my god! How about that scene? Uh, did you have fun in New York? <laughs> <laughs> could, I feel like that needs to be like remixed into a music video. I'd watch that. 
I, I loved that whole <laughs> that whole scene though how Styles like convinces Scott that he might have something to worry about because he told Kira to just have fun over the summer and don't mm-hmm. worry about anything so I mean if your significant other said to you go have fun over the summer and don't worry about anything I like how they were questioning mm-hmm. it that is kind of like depending on the time around, that's yeah. like the other person is pretty much saying hey babe I'm gonna be messing around so it's okay if you if you do. mess around yeah 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 but it's all in the tone. It's the way yeah. that he said it to her that will make her feel like, oh, he said go be with someone else temporarily. Well, maybe it wasn't because he's he plans on going and doing the same thing. Maybe it's one of those, you know, I just want you to be happy. Like, get out of here, you big dumb animal. Like, go. You know, oh get out God. of here. I think it was a selfish move. What do you? I mean, I, I honestly mean, feel like selfish or selfless. So, mm, I feel self- like. Well, I feel I feel like the thing was he was just telling her, "Oh, go have fun." I mean, we know his character; he's such a good guy. Mm-hmm. He didn't mean, "Oh, go have fun with other guys." He didn't mean it like that. But Styles put that idea in, his, in head. his head. You know, friends do that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that that possibly she had uh, gone and done other stuff. So that's when he like races to find Kira. Yeah, and then makes it seem like he's doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so it looks like their relationship is going well, and we'll get into more of that later. Let's talk about the electric blue wolf. What was that? That that guy, okay, so this was my interpretation, is that this guy who's after Scott McCall, he's just like this chess piece that the surgeons created. You know how, Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like he's a Frankenstein that they sent to kind of clear the way. And I feel like we're going to keep seeing monsters that these surgeons create to try to kill Scott and his pack, who are obstacles. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any idea what their motivation for creating these creatures would be? I mean, the only thing that I can personally think of is that they're sick of the supernatural beings in Beacon Hills, and they want to create something that that can control control or destroy the the real supernatural But then Mm -hmm. I feel like every time they do something like that, or in movies that we've seen, they create this bigger monster than the monster they had already. Exactly. So, so you think we're going to see Frankenstein kill his doctor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could easily see something like that. I like I mean, that. That yeah. is good. That's so, really good. So who would the real evil be? Who's the bad guy? Do we know? We like, don't what's, know yet because the they haven't guy? created it. I think it's what Courtney says mm-hmm. that it's going to be bigger than the surgeons. Surgeons will be able to control the monster they've created and that'll be the big bad of the season that we won't meet until we go through a couple of these yeah. other supernatural creatures that, that are, are going to fail mm-hmm. exactly. at killing Scott and his pack. Well, I think we've solved the season. See you next <laughs> season, guys. Give him my writer's credit. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so, a few other things we have to talk Talk about. I'm glad that the electric blue wolf did not, you know, it wasn't a huge threat, but I was scared by him and his lightning bolts. It seemed like that yeah. he was controlling the weather or something or another. But then his claws just fell off like Halloween costumes. So <laughs> they look kind of fake in the beginning. Yeah. So I was like, and the whole oh. thing where he said in the end, Scott's like, Who are you? And he's like a dedicated fan. I can really see this guy as being someone who like wanted to always be bigger than he was, wanted to be mm-hmm. more than who he was. I think that's something as a human you always want to be the best that you can be or be yeah. more than than who you are. So I feel like this guy probably knew about the supernatural beings and definitely wanted to be one and donated his body to these surgeons. Yeah. Right? So creepy. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
know. There's just a certain type of person that can handle those powers, and I feel like the fan that he is can't handle like life's challenges that come with having all of that power. So Definitely. I could easily see him being defeated quickly. Let's hope. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, hope. I mean, we. See, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Like in the end, the blue wolf. I I feel like. Um, well, no, he's not because he. Mm-hmm. Scott's like, oh, you go ahead, you can stay or you can run. Oh no, we did get to see him. The surgeons. The surgeons killed their Frankenstein because they were like, you can't handle, um, you can't, so you don't get second guess, chances. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> you, you, um, yeah, so in the end of the episode, the surgeons actually kill the blue electric wolf because they're like, you don't get a second chance and we need, we're, we'd only have so much time. So they're working on a new monster. And that's obviously going to have its um, issues. What's going on over there in the chat yeah, room? I'm, I'm yeah, trying to like, creep idea. on it. People are, um, Making the connections maybe between the surgeons and Theo. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, let's talk about Theo. So I want to know, chat. Do you guys trust Theo? Theo says he's from fourth grade and he wanted to come back and be part of Scott's pack, but yet Mm-mm. he doesn't he look familiar to them. Yeah, nobody seems to trust him. Boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Boo. I'm just gonna shorten it to Boo. Boo doesn't trust Theo. I don't trust um, Theo. <laughs> Melissa thinks Theo's out to get Scott. Yes. Ooh. And Nathaniel agrees. He doesn't think anybody trusts Theo. Okay. So We're Theo, all on the same page. Good. we don't we don't trust you. And you know what else? I think that accident that happened on 115 that sent all those people to the mm-hmm. hospital and st- stopped traffic. I think that might have been Theo because Theo looked a little suspicious out there checking for cell phone service oh, yeah. on the 115. Well, which apparently the wreck was caused by um, someone jackknifing a tractor trailer. Yeah. So I'm blaming Theo. <laughs> I definitely am. Either Theo's working with someone or he like is really fast because I'm like, why are you sitting here talking about you don't have signal either with Kira to kind of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like make us not think that it was you. It's definitely yeah, everyone you. knows you got Verizon, Theo. Exactly. You have full bars. Okay, how about this? Could Theo be the surgeon's Creation, Ooh. maybe a little Tess Wolf thrown no. in the pack. Hmm. I don't see that. No. What if he's the leader of the surgeons or the surgeon oh. general? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a thought. Oh my! Well, we don't trust him. Somebody, I somebody we got thrown at randomly. Donovan, the guy mm. who Stalinsky said it was his last chance. He was walking into um, the deputy's office, the police station, and they're like, he was holding a thirty-eight, and Donovan saying it's not mine. And then Stalinsky's like, well, the judge said next time you're in jail. And then they put this Donovan character who I don't remember ever seeing before yeah. in jail, and Donovan threatens Stalinsky and says, you're dead. So he's obviously going to be back as a threat. Mm-hmm. We just don't know who he, who he is. Exactly. He, there's now a threat within the jail, so that's always an issue. Where mm-hmm. We have threats mm-hmm. on in every corner, basically. Yeah. There's a villain. For every good guy in this show, there's, there's a, a bad, bad guy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just waiting to see how, like, Lydia literally reveals so much to us. So I'm waiting to see her mm-hmm. scenes again so I can see, like, okay, this, is this guy, guy Donovan relevant? Like, is he the reason why her friends are going to be killed? I just, I'm ready to see it. Hmm. Okay, so then... Anytime anyone calls out someone's going to die or a threat, I mean, it's usually not an idle threat. There's mm-hmm. usually something behind it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Jeff and everyone everyone that creates this show is 
they're really smart. Yeah. And they think ahead of time. Every little every little thing you see in every episode leads up to something. Mm-hmm. So it's very safe to say that we'll see Donovan involved in something. Yes. Yeah. So I want to talk about how awesome it is that Teen Wolf involves the parents. Because mm-hmm. not a lot of teens like to spend that much time with their parents. <laughs> but we get to see all the kids interact with their parents, especially in this episode. And if you guys stay tuned with us weekly for our recaps, you're going to see some of those parents in studio with us. Oh, yay! Cool. But, so, we see uh, Malia talking to her father who adopted her. This is Henry. We know that um, Malia's real father is Peter, played by Ian Bowen, who we don't see this episode. But she's chatting with, she's helping her, her father who adopted her, Henry, lift the tree off the cars. And then we see the Yukamoras. <laughs> she just completely pushed yeah. it up with one hand. Yeah, she, and like, Hen- Henry doesn't know, I don't think, that yet that Malia's a, a How could you not? Cell. That's like, no, you just lifted a whole tree by yourself. We mm, need to take you to the doctor. Hand. We're concerned. Well, <laughs> it seems like we're going to find out who the desert wolf is this season, which mm-hmm. is her mother, who we don't know who that is yet. So hopefully he's going to find out sooner rather than later so he can kind of be on her side and somebody mm-hmm. else for her to call. Mm-hmm. But can we talk about that kiss in front of her dad? How rude. Oh, I know. <laughs> he's like, do you forget that I own a gun? Right. Like, okay, I love that. Dad, please speak up quickly. Because right. that was like a slobber kiss. Man. Yeah. I... I I don't like kissing in front of parents. Uh-uh. It's a no. It's a no go. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't have a daughter, but if I did, the gun would already be out. It. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, guns boom. out. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask you guys. So Kira's pa- parents, mm-hmm. um, the Yukamoras, they're telling her in the car about this ghost hunt story, these ghost riders who uh, ride horses with red eyes and how they come out during the rain and I feel like um, and that they come out for the wild hunt to hunt souls. And in this show, we Doesn't don't... it seem like they're talking about some, like either the wolves or someone we've seen? Where, do, where are you going with I that? feel like this is going to be some kind of new mythology that they're, like, foreshadowing. Because, yeah. like, Teen Wolf, they just don't, like, tell us these these uh, stories for no reason. They mm-hmm. they end up, like... Leading up to something. Right, steering the story throughout the season. So, I have no idea about this It sounds wild like her hunt, parents have riders. seen... Yeah, they've seen this before, mm-hmm. or they've seen or a they've version about it. Read about it, seen a version of these wolves before. Maybe we'll see about that later. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. going to be a wild hunt. Yeah. That's that's referenced. There's going to be. Okay. A wild mm-hmm. hunt searching for souls. Maybe that's what the surgeons want. Maybe they want souls. Maybe they don't have souls because they're steampunk machines. Oh my gosh. And they want souls. The surgeon, surgeon, <laughs> surgeon, souls, generals. I think we solved it. Again. <laughs> um, just kidding. So, uh,. We talked about the scribe. We let's talk about Lydia and the last scene. So we see Lydia's like little last. We can go ahead, I guess, and roll into prediction. Yes. And now you're after Buzz TV prediction. And then we should do like a few questions from the chat as well. So maybe see if they have a few questions. Mm. So first I'll just say what we saw for Lydia, and then you guys can give your predictions. But Lydia, we see in her little flash of memory, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, I want to know, like, they say take us back to senior year, so how far is she? And I hope that we don't have to wait ten episodes to find out 
what's going on there. I'm I hoping hope, by the fourth. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we see Melissa McCall slapping Stalinsky, which that's always been a... We've always been shipping Melissa McCall and Stalinsky, so I'm hoping that they're not fighting, but maybe she's just mad at him because he didn't protect her son or something like that. We see Styles in his Jeep turned over on him, oh so apparently the duct tape didn't work out It, it well should never long. work. It should <laughs> never work. <laughs> um, and then we see Malia meeting her mother, the Desert Wolf. And we see Scott fighting Liam. And we see Kira leaving in a car. So we don't know who she's with. She's by herself. Yeah, she's by herself. She's leaving. Maybe she's going back to New York. Maybe I she's going know. to this new boo that he told her to go off to. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Power. <laughs> so what, what, do we, what do we think, guys? Uh, for my predictions, I'm going with these are surgeons, and um, they're going to create this big bad, and I think Courtney's right that eventually the big bad that they create is going to kill. Backfire. Backfire, mm-hmm. kill the surgeons, and that's who Scott and his team will have to go after. What do you guys think? I can agree with that, and I also think that we're going to watch Liam's character develop, and I can't wait to see if he becomes good or bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Phoenix, uh, Parrish's character, I can't wait to see if he yeah. becomes good and bad, good or bad either. I, I agree with all those, and, and I'm, then, I'm looking forward to seeing. It. And Mr. Squall brought up a good point that Theo might be linked to the Wild Hunt that might be approaching, and not the surgeons. And that's mm-hmm. that's interesting connection. I could that see could that. Happen. I could see that more so than the surgeons. The surgeons sure. may be something completely different right. that we're battling. First episode, we see a bunch of these creatures and evils and plots and twists and maybe they're not all immediately directly connected right away right no, so we have like different show. different parallel <laughs> journeys that we will intersect maybe later mm-hmm. lots of problems in beacon hills <laughs> um and then uh, some people want to know do we think that um scott when he graduates is the show going to end at that point or is liam going to oh, Hope not. Going. That would crush my no. entire spirit. We're going to college. I, That's I know where life it, begins, not when it ends. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> if you read Jeff Davis and all his articles and people asking him, I think we get to see the college years. I think we go one year at least in college, so Very hopefully. Because cool. I know season five, I think it's in two parts, A and B. I think we get ten episodes for the summer and then another 10 back in the winter. Yeah, I did see that it was going to be a 20-episode series, so that would make sense. So we do 10 now, 10 later, and then I think we get one more season maybe in college after that. I hope so. I'm sad to see that one of the um, characters is not coming back, that beautiful blue-eyed man. What's what's his real name? Oh, Um, um, Derek Hale, who is... Is that who you're talking about, Derek, the, the other wolf? Yes. Yes. I'm oh. sad to see that he's not coming back. But Yow. this Everyone. season has started off so well. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm sad about um, Derek Hale not coming back, too. I did hear that. You know, it's kind of sad. Some of the actors, they get other jobs on other shows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all just like all of us. They want to grow and play different roles. I get it. We'll mm-hmm. miss you, Derek. We're going to write your name. We're going to scribe it all here With after Alice's. Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a senior, but we'll keep, we'll write it here. Exactly. Somewhere. Thank you guys so much for watching us, recapping with us, joining the chat. So we are actually going to watch episode two, like you guys are at home, and then we'll be back at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Eastern Standard Time. So come back, chat, call us. Please call in. Call in, guys. You can follow me at Cinematic Escape. And you guys can follow me, Courtney Tezano, at Teznos on Twitter and Instagram. You guys can find me at Brittany Baldi on all social media and BrittanyBaldi.com. Just want to say one thing. I think 
Winston Churchill summed up this episode perfectly when he said, now this is not the end. It is not even the beginning of the end. But it is perhaps the end of the beginning. So thank you guys for watching the first episode recap, the end of the beginning. We will be continuing on. Thank you. I'm Ryan Malady. You can follow me blah, blah, at Ryan Malady. <laughs> <laughs> I say blah, blah when I mess up. Okay, yeah. guys. I love it, though. See you soon. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.